Welcome to Finding My Joy podcast. I'm Tyler Garrett, and this is part one to a three-part series on motivation. Hola, I hope you had a joyful Christmas. It's been a minute, but I'm back, and I hope you missed me. I took some time to get more organized and work on being more consistent. So with that being said, I've made the commitment now to post new episodes every Wednesday. So wish me luck. Now, we all know from the last episode that I've been really struggling with my lack of motivation, like having trouble waking up, trouble losing weight, and honestly, just trouble getting motivated in all areas of my life, even some of the things that I enjoy. Uh, But if you didn't know that, well, now you know, and I'm sure I'm not the only one having this problem. The old me would have told myself to stop being so lazy and just get to it. But I've come to realize with a lot of things in life, like sometimes we just need help. And that sometimes the just do it attitude may not always work. If you listen to the first episode, Hush, Just Do It, then you're probably thinking that I'm about to contradict myself, which is not the case. In some situations, the just do it approach is the best choice. But now I want to talk about those times when we just can't seem to find the push to just do it. So I'm starting a three-part series to help us all get motivated. In each part of the series, I'll provide a list of steps that I've compiled from some Google research that will help in three different areas. So the first area we're going to discuss is about getting motivated to reach your fitness goals. So welcome to part one of the motivation series. I encourage you to listen to each part because some of the tips I'm going to provide can be useful in other areas of life. And all sources will be cited in the episode details in case you want to read the full articles. Now, before we get started, I have something to tell you. So stay tuned. Let's get started. I have 13 tips to help you get motivated and reach your fitness goals. So number one, change your perspective. Don't view working out or eating healthy as chores. For instance, I've noticed that when I take the time to work out during the day, I tend to to get a lot more things accomplished and I get this jolt of energy. So I don't try to think of my workout as a chore. Instead, I view it as a stepping stone to getting more things accomplished. Number two, set realistic goals. So we hear all the time that we need to set realistic goals, yet we still have these unrealistic goals in our heads. So, you know, when you work out and then you look in the mirror or you go and weigh yourself, expecting something to have changed just from one workout, over time, yes, things will change, but the results are not going to be that instant. And when we don't set realistic goals, we set ourselves up basically to be disappointed, and then we in turn demotivate ourselves. You want to make goals that are attainable, but also very detailed. It helps to write them out and revisit them every day. That way you help help push yourself every day. Number three, schedule regular workout time. So when you include time to work out in your schedule, it can help you commit to it because it's already a part of your day. When you don't schedule time to work out, it's easy to let other tasks or like last minute things override your workout. Whether you plan it in the morning, afternoon, or evening, it doesn't matter. Just adjust it to your schedule and to your day. Some people do prefer to work out in the morning because of the energy they say it gives them. Um, And some go during their lunch in the afternoons because that's the best time that they can fit it in. And others may go in the evening. I used to work out in the mornings because it did have a positive effect on my day. 
But since I've been struggling to get up in the mornings lately, I choose to go in the evenings, which tends to work best for me now because the gym's right by my job so I can go straight after work. And once I leave, I end up missing all the traffic. So it's a win-win. Number four, think fun and variety. Find workouts that are fun to you or just ones that you enjoy. This will help you look forward to working out. So this past Thursday, I went to the gym to go to the 630 Zumba class, which I've never gone to. And I'm really glad I went. I was nervous at first because it was um, an empty class. I was literally the only one that showed up other than the teacher. But she taught the class anyway, which I was glad. And I had a blast. Uh, But since I decided to stay a little later um, to take that class, I was able to find out that there was a martial arts class available as well. So I stayed and took the martial arts class and ended up being at the gym for two and a half hours, which is not like me. But I didn't even realize that I was there that long because I had so much fun doing both of the activities. Uh, Another plus, though, is I ended up finding another workout that I enjoy. So definitely try to find workouts that are fun or that you enjoy because you'll end up spending more time than you thought at the gym, maybe. But you'll also just enjoy the experience while you're there. And it won't feel like a workout. And I'm holding up quotes if you can't see, obviously. (laughs) So tip number five, reach out to others for support. Uh, This is something that's very hard for me to do. Asking for help is one of my hardest, hardest, hardest struggles. But it's so much easier to reach a goal when you have someone else helping you along the way. So this person can be a personal trainer, a workout partner, or maybe just an accountability partner. Having people support you and hold you accountable can help you reach and even sometimes exceed your goals. So when I go for a run, it's typically 15 minutes long, and I usually run like a mile to a mile and a half. I'm not really the best runner, but I have to do it in order to get better for my Air Force fitness test. So the other night, I didn't want to run, but my boyfriend encouraged me to, and he said he'd run with me. If we didn't run together, I definitely wouldn't have run as long. And I don't know if I even would have gotten up to run at all that night. We did end up running three miles. And I felt that him being there is what pushed me to keep going. First, because he was leading the way. But also because I just I felt pressured to not mess up his run by stopping or cutting it short. Although I did slow him down a lot. He didn't care either way. He wouldn't have cared if I stopped too. But I put that pressure on myself because I wanted to make his workout good. Uh, But in the end, I ran one of my furthest runs ever, and I felt super accomplished afterwards. Tip number six, determine why you want to lose weight. Writing down and defining all the reasons you want to either lose weight, be more fit, or eat healthier can help you stay motivated to reaching your goals. So like I was saying about creating realistic goals, you want to clearly define why why you want to lose weight, why you want to get fit, or why you want to eat healthier. Why are all these things important to you? Revisiting these reasons on a daily basis can push you to keep going. One of the articles mentions some examples for reasons why people may find these things important to them, so such as preventing diabetes or keeping up with their grandchildren, looking for looking your best at an event or just improving your self-confidence or fitting into a certain pair of jeans that you may not have been able to fit in before or you want to fit in. 
If your motivation is driven from within, you're more likely to accomplish your goals. Number seven, keep a weight loss journal or a food diary. In the article 16, Ways to Motivate Yourself to Lose Weight, it states that keeping a journal can help you measure your progress, identify triggers, and hold yourself accountable. You want to write down every single thing you eat, even the mints you eat after lunch. The article also mentions recording your emotions to help you identify certain triggers for overeating and help you find other ways to cope. Number eight, celebrate your successes. The process of reaching your fitness goals can be long and it can be tough. So celebrating your small wins can help you a lot. So say you set a goal to run at least five miles this week and you accomplish it. You can treat yourself by buying you something you wanted, taking a night off, going out to eat, or doing something that will bring you joy. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. Just make sure you feel rewarded. Number nine, make a commitment. So I spoke about this a lot in my um, You Versus Your Weight episode, and I strongly agree with this. When you make a commitment, you're more likely to reach your goals. Like how I want to post weekly, I'm more motivated to do so now because I've made that commitment to you guys publicly. Before, I wanted to do it on a weekly basis, but I just couldn't commit for some reason, and I'm not sure But now that I've made this commitment, I feel like I have to do it. (laughs) So or when you get a personal trainer and you're more likely to follow through with your sessions now that you've made that investment because you're paying for it. Uh, But making a commitment to others can help you hold you accountable. Number 10, think and talk positively. So my mom always says to speak things as though they were. In other words, speak things into existence. So think and talk positively about yourself and your fitness goals. And saying this now has made me realize that I need to do this myself. I have to stop walking around saying and thinking things like, oh, I'm so fat and other things like that, which I do way more than I realize. (laughs) But I do need to focus on being more positive. Uh, the article 16 ways to motivate yourself to lose weight goes into more detail about this tip. And I suggest reading both articles because it'll go into more detail about this. And I just want to be brief. I am combining two different tips for number 11 because I think they both go hand in hand. So the first tip is plan for challenges and setbacks. And the second tip is don't aim for perfection and forgive yourself. You have to remember that you are human and you're not perfect and you will make mistakes, but you can't beat yourself up about it. Don't try to put so much pressure on yourself if you make a mistake or if things didn't go the way you planned. Forgive yourself and develop proper coping skills to help you get through the tough times and setbacks. Some better coping methods can be exercising, taking a bath, breathing, meditating, asking someone for help, or even talking to a friend. It's very important to forgive yourself when you make a mistake and to know how to cope when you run into setbacks. Uh, Some people do use food as a way to cope with stress, and this can cause you to stop working on your fitness goals. So I suggest finding better ways or using some of the coping methods previously stated. Number 12, learn to love and appreciate your body. 
I really like this one a lot because it's very true. If you aren't comfortable with who you are now, it's going to be harder for you to reach your fitness goals. You need to find ways to appreciate who you are now, and it'll help you motiv- help motivate you to get to the goals you want. So one of the articles suggests wearing clothes you like and clothes that fit you well. It also says to stop comparing yourself to others and look in the mirror and say things you like about yourself out loud. So I've noticed that when I wear clothes that fit me nicely instead of my old clothes that hardly fit me or make my stomach pudge out, I feel a lot more confident and my weight goals seem more attainable. But when I focus on the negative things like I was speaking about in tip number 10, my goal seems so much further out of reach. So learn to love who you are now and appreciate your body the way it is now. Gratitude is very important. Number 13. So this is the last tip, and I got it from the 16 Ways to Motivate Yourself to Lose Weight article. It's honestly my favorite tip, and it's a really cute tip. That is, get a dog. So I'm obsessed with dogs. That's why it's my favorite tip. But I do believe this tip carries a lot of weight. If you have a dog, it'll encourage you to get out and be physical, even if it's just walking. But If you have a dog, you tend to walk way more than someone who doesn't own a dog, too. So if you can't get a dog or you don't want a dog and you do love dogs or you like dogs enough to want to walk them, you could work for Rover and Wag, which are apps that allow you to do dog walking and get paid for it. I actually work for uh, Rover myself uh, since my dog's in North Carolina and so far away from me. This kind of fills that void of not having her with me, but it's also been good for my physical activity. And I've noticed that when I'm walking someone's dog, I get caught up in the walk and just enjoy being out there in the moment that I don't even realize how long I've been walking sometimes. Plus, dogs are great for social support. The article mentions that pet ownership is proven to improve overall health and well-being. It's also been linked to lower cholesterol lower blood pressure, and reduce feelings of loneliness and depression. So if you're still struggling to stay motivated, I definitely suggest trying some of these tips and reading the articles that I used to help build this list, which will be in the episode details because they go into a lot more detail and they have other tips that I didn't mention in the episode. So it's very important to stay motivated to help you reach your long-term fitness goals You need to find what motivates you and keep at it. Thank you so much for listening to part one. Can't wait to share part two of the Motivated series with you next week. I'd love to hear what techniques you use to stay motivated and to know how the tips that I provided are working out for you. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, an email, Facebook message, or a voice message on the Anchor app. My contact information will be in the episode details. Also, please share, subscribe, review, and comment. I need your help. James Cashpenny said, Growth is never by mere chance. It is the result of forces working together. So happy holidays, friends. Now go find your joy.